Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to this session on Guru Bodha. This is our 11th session of the series. We have with us today Dr. M.B. Guraja sir. I cordially welcome Dr. M.B. Guraja sir to this session. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Janardhan. I also welcome all the participants to this session. Uh, this is Guru Bodha session 11 with uh, Dr. M.B. Guraja sir and I am the convener. My name is uh, Janardhan Abhihebbar. Uh, Dr. M.B. Guraja sir is a professor and, and an Ayurveda practitioner with more than 20 years of experience, both clinical and in academic fields. His center is Davala Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center, which is there in Shomoka, uh, Karnataka, India. And this is both a question and answer type and all the participants have their chance to chime in and you know, contribute with their experience and their insights. So uh, coming to the topic of the day is Chitraka or Leadwort uh, plumbag, Plumbago Xylanica, one of the very versatile herbs of Ayurveda. Over to you, Guraja sir. You are the master of Draveguna and uh, we would like to know more about this uh, unique herb. Definitely, definitely, Janardhan. This is one of the important drug, Chitraka, which is uh, Plumbago Zelanica, botanically accepted source. Of course, there are many varieties, but Plumbago Zelanica is the one which is uh, mostly and widely used and it is used in uh, many, many conditions. But primarily the target is to improve the Agni because Chitraka is the drug which can stimulate our Agni at the level of Datu as well as at the level of Bhautika Agnis as well as Kaya Agni. So in all the areas, this is the one which stimulates the Agni in such a fashion that it improves all assimilation, digestion and even it rekindles the Agni in such a manner that it is used as even Rasayana many a time. And this is one of the important drug uh, at our disposal for um, um, dry type of uh, arishas or shushka arisha, what we call it is, where there is no bleeding, as well as a certain uh, skin diseases, stubborn skin diseases like Shvitra or Leucoderma. And of course, it's one of the important uh, Shulahara Dravya. Deepanapachana is one of the main area where this Chitraka works. But Chitraka as a plant, it's a very widely seen growing on even roadsides and even the hillocks or the barren lands are very commonly seen. It can be identified by its a typical star-shaped white flowers with spikes, so which can be easily identified. It's a perennial herb with a somewhat striate or somewhat strangular stems. So it's one of the important plant when we study in our BAMS degree course under the undergraduation. It is one of the important plant in the sense and from the point of practice, wherever there is Mandhagni, Agni Mandya is there. In all those areas, we do come across such a drugs which can rekindle the Agni. Or we know that in our body, the Agni is in the form of Pitta. So it's very clear, it rekindles the Pitta at various levels. We know that there are different varieties of Pittas like Pachak Pitta, Brajak Pitta, Ranjak Pitta, Alochak Pitta and Sadaka Pitta. 
if you observe the functions of this drug it is peculiarly around the places of dominance of pachakapitta in those areas as well as to some extent in the ranjakapitta and brajakapitta areas it chitraka works very beautifully so this is the area we need, we need to understand and concentrate while using chitraka and regarding its use in arshas uh, you said that it, it can be used in shushka arsha or dry arshas is it constipating sir i mean does it contribute to constipate uh, constipation or how it really works in case of arshas chitraka is even though katurasa dravya ushnavirya dravya katu vipaka dravya but its ushnata and katuta won't cause any further vibhanda or constipation it has a tikshna guna also because of that tikshna guna it makes it to penetrate and remove the vata from the area so thereby it acts as even shulahara shula prashamana as well as it also helps in removal of the obstruction in the path of the motion or the stools so that is the reason uh, when there is a dry type of pile mass or which you call it as a vatarsha or shushkarsha in those areas it directly acts on that and also you just you, you not to remember that it is also lekaniya dravya so it also has a scraping effect so definitely it removes the obstruction in that pathway and thereby it works of course in a large quantities if you taken then it also can cause a bleeding because of its ushnata but it won't cause uh, what do call the vibhanda just like any other drug which can uh, katudrasa dravya can cause uh, constipatedness cannot be um, achieved by using this but of course in large quantities it also causes burning sensation of course some side effects are there if it is in a what you call um, pregnant ladies you cannot use it and of course in a person or a female she is in periods we should not use chitraka because it's going to influence the bleeding uh, menstrual bleeding and all these things we need to take care of of course in the gastric ulcer and duodenal ulcer these are the area where it is contraindicated otherwise chitraka is one of the versatile and wonderful drug which can be used in many many conditions of the gi tract probably due to its hotness uh, it's not so suited in uh, bleeding disorders including the ratta pitta conditions such as nasal bleeding and also in the bleeding type of hemorrhoids and another uh, unique thing that you taught uh, when we were like going into the uh, you know herbarium collection of uh, herbs and all that when we try to pluck it it causes like burning sensation probably there's a reason why uh, you know it is uh, given synonyms like dahana agni pavaka etc sir no it's um, of course um, some things usually you know it happens if something is good uh, we we try to put some other good points behind that goodness to make it more good that's a usual tendency if a plant is very deep rooted and the season is dry and you are trying to pluck the plant definitely you need to put a lot of extra effort and pressure so when you drag that because it's a fibrous material you can have a rubbing on your hands and that rubbing may cause because of the friction you may feel there is some irritation or hotness and this can happen with any other thing even bala if a plant bala if you are sida cardifolia if you are trying to pluck in a dry season even that can also cause irritation and a burning sensation so it doesn't make any sense but it's basically dahana pachna all those names of anala related with the agni what have been kept 
it is due to its effect on the digestive system and the gastric system and inside the body that agni whatever it is going to produce or it is a rekindles or initiates or ignites based on that parameters and that function the name has been kept and uh, regarding its uh, hotness of course we have learned that it, it increases pitta dosha and also it increases agni but uh, how hot it is when we compare it to say ginger and long pepper and we have other ushnavirya herbs such as uh, bhallataka so where does it stack up in terms of its uh, hotness sir see when we talk about the ushnata or hotness of a drug particularly among these four if you say chitraka bhallataka and ardraka as well as pipali from the point of view of its ushnata i think the first one would be bhallataka bhallataka is the hottest one and it is a very tikshna and very penetrative in nature so definitely it is going to be very very hot that's why it, when it comes in contact with the skin it also causes blisters that's why it's called a spotakrit so there is a reason bhallataka is too hot compared to any other four drugs after these three drugs then next in the line is chitraka then afterwards almost um, ginger or ardraka and pipali comes in a similar stage or state uh, maybe at the third level these uh, two will be the reason is chitraka and ballataka are almost uh, samana pratyarabdha dravyas they are in line with their constitution and all the rasapanchikas are the internal constitutions they join together and work in a single direction and all of them are in a alignment in a normal alignment are a linear one single lineage so that's why they will be supporting one another whereas in uh, ardraka as i mean ginger and pipali there is madhur vipaka which is uh, quite again as these lineage and that's why it pulls down the effect of the drug in, in perspective of uh, hotness that's the reason balataka is to be considered as uh, the hottest one and chitraka is a hotter and ginger and um, pipali can be kept as hot so this is the way we can understand it how it is categorized as shula prashamana meaning it's useful in say abdominal colic pains but it is you know a standard ushnavirya uh, dravya so how how do we understand uh, its shula prashamana action sir see basically whenever we hear the term shula shula always refers to abdominal colic or abdominal pain and in most of the condition you observe that abdominal area where most of the organs are there if any damages or anything happens then it is the important area of samana vayu and even uh, apana vayu areas so where there is samana vayu apana vayu areas are there if there is a shula arising out of means their track has been obstructed there is an obstruction to the track of their movement of samana vayu as well as apana vayu whereas this chitraka and this type of ushnavirya dravyas they have because of their ushnata or the hotness they try to nullify the vata thereby it acts as vatahara or the shula prashamana action can be ascertained so that is the reason this uh, this drug chitraka has been kept in shula prashamana the reason is even though it is uh, katu but its ushna guna has a capacity to nullify the vata and shula is one of the predominant feature produced out of vata so thereby reducing the vata which also reduces the shula that's the reason thank you sir and uh, now, mo moving on with its uh, benefits 
Ashtanga Hridaya mentions that uh, it is very useful in leukoderma or Shvitra Roga. The commentator there explains Mutrena Shvitra Kustani, meaning it is useful uh, in uh, Shvitra uh, when it is, you know, used uh, along with uh, cow urine as a code, code drink. And we also see that uh, uh, Chitra Kasava is, uh, you know, one of the you know fermented liquid products of Ayurveda, which is primarily used in vitiligo treatment. So uh, how to understand and what's the mechanism of action there, sir? That's what in the beginning I said, no, the way the area of uh, you know, dominance and their workup, particularly in case of Chitraka, it works in the area of Pachakapitta, Ranjakapitta and Brajakapitta. So Brajana's Twacha, that is uh, related with the skin, the coloring is also done by the Ranjakapitta and Brajakapitta. So Ranjakapitta at the level of uh, Grahani, or even the Pachamanashiya, whereas the Brajakapitta is the one which controls the skin coloring material. So definitely, the, when Chitraka functions on these three lines, definitely it is going to help it. And it is a very strong one and a penetrative one. And so it penetrates deep into the melanocytes and stimulate it, produce its normalcy, or uh, the coloring pigments. So that's the reason it is uh, very um, prominently and very uh, genuinely pointed out by our Acharyas that it works in that Brajakapitta area. That's the reason we have Chitraka Sava as well as even uh, sometimes this Chitraka has been uh, rubbed into paste uh, along with the cow urine and applied as a um, lepa in those areas along with even Bakuchi. So these combinations will stimulate the coloring pigmentation to occur in those areas of leukoderma. So that's a right uh, drug and it's a, one of the best drug also. It can be used in vitiligo. Yeah, and coming to its uh, uh, Rasayana effects, Ashtangradiya in the Uttarasana uh, 39 chapter dedicated to Rasayana, he explains uh, that Yathaswam Chitrakaha Pushpair Nyeya Pita Sita Sitaihi Yathotra Chagunavan Vidinacha Rasayanam, meaning, I mean, he explains uh, different varieties of uh, Chitraka in terms of its uh, color, and he explains that when it is used appropriately, it acts as uh, a Rasayana. And how to understand, because I mean, we know that Chitraka is more of a cleansing and detoxifying and very Ushna Dravya uh, and not so very much in terms of, it, it does not have much of nourishing action. But how to understand this Rasayana or self, uh, cell rejuvenation and anti-aging effects, sir? See, very simple reason. Whenever a Chitraka type of drug, it is used for the purpose of Rasayana, that doesn't mean that they themselves should have a nutritive value and they will give the nutritive value. That's why that uh, things will happen as in Rasayana or Elixir type of things. Many a times we, we have seen that there are certain good number of uh, drugs, but even though it has been prescribed and the patient has taken, it won't reach to the tissues where it is required. So it's very clear whenever there is a Agni proper. So that will create a relatively what the path required to reach to the places where it is necessarily required. So that is the reason any drug of this nature like Chitraka or even Pippali or even Balnataka, all these are even though they are all Katu, Ushna, Tikshna, Dravyas, they have a special capacity to initiate the, the production of the, the various types of Agnis inside the body, maybe at the level of cellular level as well as even the tissue level. So when these um, things are produced, definitely 
it carries even the other material which are provided along with this so it whenever we are using this chitrakar ballataka all these things definitely along with that certain other nutritive materials are also used and these things will go ahead as a leader and they'll clear the paths and make the things to, um, uh, uh, for the digestion as well as then the nutritive material comes that will be subjected for digestion and it is even taken for the assimilation so assimilation part is also taken care as well as the digestive and coronative part is also taken care so when these things are just like you no know, it's a needle only tip is sharp if that is penetrates in it can enter um, body of the needle cannot go in so that's a reason these type of drugs are used as a um, penetrative one and they make the way for the uh, rasayana effect so that's the reason chitraka even ardhaka pippali balnataka all these even though ushnavirya and tikshnadravyas they are used as a rasayana and they are uh, providing the reason uh, quite a good pharmacological action as a rasayana we can understand even practically yeah that's that's a very important point that that you made that you know rasana has like two components one is the improving the acne and keeping all the tissue level channels open so that the nutrition uh, flows uh, uniformly and thereby uh, getting the rasana effect there's a, there's a question by vitriji here that uh, you know you said that you know we need to be real careful while using chitraka orally during pregnancy but what about pregnancy mask uh, if especially for vitiligo uh, for external application can it be used during pregnancy so care should be taken if you are using chitraka through the skin also as a application it has a special affinity that it can even get absorbed from the skin to the uh, blood stream and may reach to the uh, the things where you are preferring not to go so it should be taken care even in pregnancy applying chitraka outside in case of a leukoderma it is not indicated because it may have a tendency that to pass through the skin and even get absorbed go into the blood stream and reaches to the uterus so it is not indicated and it's not a right choice during pregnancy uh, thanks sir and uh, while searching for this uh, i got another shloka from uh, you know ashtanga hridaya itself Uh, it says that kaya shiskam tato moolam maasam churni kritam liham meaning if it is chitraka taken for one month sarpishayam nadu sarpibhyam pibanva payasiyata honey along with ghee or hitanashi shatam jeevitam nirujaha meaning for one month if it is given along with ghee or along with honey or ghee you know one one can live up to 100 years meaning they are specifying on the rasayana action medhavi balavan kanto vapishman ditta vachakah meaning one one would become medhavi it improves intelligence uh, strength and the skin glow uh, all all those things including the speech and its uh, related capacity so all these things can be probably correlated with this agni promoting action it is just like that's what i said it's just like a tip of a needle it gives a way penetrates and opens the things and the channels for the flow of the materials and uh, that's what he said chaya shushkam all these things when which is a shade dried and it is made powder and such powder of chitraka taken with uh, along with the taila for a um, period of one month or so it can even overcome the very bad uh, vataroga also so even though you observe there if it is and we all know that it is a um, drug which is can be given for the increasing pitta it can, it can kill the kapha but it is provided these um, powder of uh, chitraka 
taken along with tilathaila for a period of one month even it can control or even win over the the baddest part of uh, vataroga also it has been explained so it's very clear it opens up the individual channel so that the flow of materials or the drugs moves to all different parts of the body even to the deepest part of the body that is the reason uh, these opening of uh, channel or even the carminative and uh, digestive capacity uh, present in these drugs um, gives a way open for the other drugs to follow them so that is the reason uh, it acts as a penetrative one and that's the reason which can be used for the purpose of rasayana continuing with the, its use standalone herb versus its combination it is used in variety of uh, along with you know other herbs uh, very famously we have say pantakola chuna uh, with you know pipali pipali mula chavya chitraka and uh, ginger there so charu mahajan ji asks uh, chitraka alone versus uh, its formula or in combination with uh, many different herbs usually it's made in combination with you know most of the other spices as in case of dantyarista panchakola churna panchakola sava even chitrakadi vati so can it can it be used alone also sir yeah chitraka can also be used alone because there is a reference in the classical text itself that saying that chitraka churna can be taken with tilataila for a period of one month and where even the same chitraka churna if it is taken along with grita or um, combination of grita and madhu or with the dugda continuously for one year even the person may become very it will enhance its longevity of the life of a person even shatayushi it has been said so the person will be made to live longer by consuming this drug for these number of days it's a single drug only they are told so it doesn't make any sense that we need to use only single drug or combined one the combination is of the drugs as a special benefit and special area of where it is intended for there are peculiar areas where we want to have the efficacy of chitraka but we don't want to have the side effect of chitraka in such a type of thing better you use a combination of that where at least chitraka is there but the quantity of chitraka present in the combination is comparatively lesser and which makes the comparatively the drug is much required in the way but it is not going to cause any harm so that is the way we need to strike the balance between the selection of the drugs always a particular single drug if it is taken this these type of uh, strong ushnaviriya uh, and tikshna dravyas it is better take them in combination if a single drug is taken they have a special capacity they can penetrate deep and they can cause if your calculation of dosage goes wrong so it should be taken care of and, and any other side effects that we need to take care of precautions like uh, can it be used during uh, pregnancy we discussed that you know we need to take double care uh, what about lactation period during menstruation and uh, how long can it be used safely uh, in other uh, conditions where it is indicated it can be safely used because see the classical text reference itself is saying that one who takes for a period of one year so such a long yet time has been mentioned so there is no issue not one no one should have any doubt in the mind that uh, how long it should be taken it may cause some damage no it is not like that it is totally depend on the way we consume the medicine and in the dosage for how long so um, it is a comparatively safe drug to use even for the years together so no, don't worry about the uh, duration of the usage of these drugs the point number 2 is where it should not be used 
it should not be used in where a person is suffering from a severe gastritis a person is suffering from a gastric ulcer a duodenal ulcer are bleeding through any of the um, openings from the body it may be from any of the orifices if there is a bleeding raktapitta type of conditions apatical hemorrhages or something bleeding disorders is there so in those patient care should be taken this should not be used because it has all the tendency to improve the bleeding or further enhance the bleeding so we should be very careful it may be for bleeding from the gums it may be bleeding from the nose or it may be bleeding from the skin or it may be from the uh, menstrual bleeding or it may be even the piles of course this is observe the typicalness acharyas have very clearly suggested to use this chitraka in a dry variety or shushka arsha but not in the bleeding or the raktarsha raktarsha we have a better drug called kutaja so that that's a difference we need to understand that coming to it's a research like modern research uh, it is known to have uh, antimicrobial hepatoprotective and uh, cytotoxic and anti cancer effects so probably in the hepatoprotective because it acts on ranjak pitta and enables rasa conversion into rakta dhatu there it is used sir see they already we know that how this chitraka works and what are the area of its functioning the same thing has been studied and if they had done the supportive document for our claims then it would have been a very wonderful one but if you go through that research they you can see that they have used the extract of the leaves of leadwort or even the uh, some aerial part or stem of the leadwort something like that but ayurveda we use its roots very specifically where the virya is present according to ayurveda is it its roots so we are selecting such a drug of course a drug may contain its virya in different parts and but ayurveda speaks about where the the prominence of virya is there that should be taken as a useful part and we are using it anyhow the documentation or uh, methodology what they have done it is supporting our claims that plant has that activity we can accept it boldly no problem and how do you use chitraka in your clinical practice what are the important uh, herbs and medicines that you use usually i go for chitraka haritaki in some of the conditions of uh, respiratory illness and uh, then chitraka divati that's usually the combination where we use it and um, because of its uh, potency and there is a chances of causing a side effect you should be very cautious while using in practice so that's why we take this chitraka only in those patients where all other things have been tried and patient is willing to go for uh, any type of procedures or even any type of medicines to come over his problems because somebody is suffering from uh, shushkarsha since so many years and he has taken so many medicines then if i try on him something like the chitraka containing material then he readily takes it otherwise many times it so happens that if you give the patient may come with a second day third day something sir burning sensation or something like that some complaints will be there so it is better to take these things into consideration and that's why i use the the safest one that is chitraka haritaki i never come across any complication in that and then chitraka divati to some extent no issues with that so that i use it usually and very rarely many a times uh, particularly this uh, panjakola churna is also used but it is comparably lesser chitraka haritaki uh, it contains chitraka amla 
Ramlaki, Guruji, along with Dashamula, Haritaki, and Trikatu that have like a potent, uh, it also contains like a Twak, Patra, Yavakshara, and honey. It's largely used in bronchitis and you know, where there is sputum collection, productive cough, there's a Chitrakaritaki. Yeah, definitely. It's in uh, chronic asthma patients and uh, they, where there is a productive cough is there, of course, and there is a, even I have tried with uh, some fibrosed lung conditions, I use this because it has a deep penetrative capacity and to break open the things and uh, it is uh, good in those areas. But only thing is that in the fibrosis of the lung, we cannot have a total reversal. It can only be continuously given and the Yapya type of treatment goes on and the patient as long as he is consuming this and he will be feeling comfortable. But once he stops, once again, there may be a certain discomfort may follow. Thank you there, sir. Next point was uh, regarding Ayush ministry developing some strength and courage and you know issuing a notice to a Kerala doctor for defaming and denigrating Ayurveda. It is like to and fro like uh, I mean we have in, in India especially Ayurveda, Yunani, Homeopathy, Yoga and of course Allopathy being the dominant one there. Uh, it's not a very healthy habit of uh, like uh, throwing mud against each other and you know causing confusion of the public both from allopathy side to ayurveda and also ayurveda side to allopathy we are there to help uh, general public with the best of the knowledge and best of the medical uh, system and medical care that we can offer so the concentration and focus should be there on serving the patients with the best of our knowledge rather than commenting on some science which we do not know much about sir definitely see we should not venture into the area where we don't know the things so when we don't know about Ayurveda, we should not comment on Ayurveda. Similarly, if we don't know about how a drug works in particularly in a particular area, when we are unaware of it, we should not pass on a, a loose comment. And here you can observe that whenever there is a surge in the people's appreciation and acknowledgement for Ayurveda, there always exists or a, there will be a one definite effort to put it down by the opponents and they will bring up something like this, some article or some uh, quotations or some quote, some uh, studies report or something like that in the media to highlight or bring down the popularity of Ayurveda. So that is the reason they always come out with this during this uh, COVID pandemic. The people are very well aware and they come to know about the qualities and even the efficacy and the ability of Ayurveda and their drugs. The people have started moving towards the Ayurvedic drugs for even other conditions also, other than the COVID. So this has definitely has made some scratching their heads. So they started to pump out these type of new, new, what you call reports and all those things. And of course, uh, Ministry of Ayush at last uh, has come out in the right direction and with some nerves they have sent a proper notice and uh, they have done in a good uh, intention and that should be done. There, is, there should be somebody to look after the interest of Ayurveda and at last uh, they are in somebody in their uh, position, they are carrying it out. So that's a good sign 
and even that the doctor one who has uh, passed on the necessary comments you would have studied and you would have taken the information from other doctors or from the system of people those who are dealing with those ayurveda and all these things he could have tried to understand its concepts then later would have at least accepted or not to if anything has to be said against the ayurveda he should have some concrete evidence simply without any evidence saying a wrong thing is always bad yes and we had a long discussion in in our very first uh, session with guruji being you know uh, called as hepatotoxic just with some six random case studies especially when you know when we are in a pandemic when we are in a tight situation uh, where uh, you know we have to you know gather as much of help from all the medical sciences and at a time when we are supposed to work as a team to come up with solutions if we are like uh, quarreling or you know disrespecting each other it will only cause a confusion in the mind of the patients and ultimately patients are the ones who will be disinformed and who who suffer so the reason is during this uh, pandemic and other things nowadays because of the the very strong network of the social media anything which is just passed on to the social media it um, goes viral in a you know fraction of minutes all over the world everybody will be searching for that and they will be searching in such a words with that and they'll try to put that uh, that efficacy ayurveda and being linked with that side effect and something like that so that trying to tarnish the image of the ayurveda but that should not be the intention your intention has to serve the humanity whatever best possible we can do it from whatever the sciences available and we know that this science is existing since so many thousands of year and which stood the testing of time the time tested medicine which has shown its efficacy then we, there is something because anything which retains and stays there for thousands of year definitely it is has some potential that we need to accept that and also for you know, young medical students be it ayurveda students or allopathy students uh, of or any other uh, health uh, medical field uh, medical science students uh, i think it should be taught in the first year itself that you know we should be respectful to the other sciences and every science has their own advantages and their own uh, you know areas of strength if that is not taught and if, if we have egoistic feelings then you know those doctors who feel that their only their medical science has big advantage and all other things of false science it is going they are going to hurt their patients saying that oh you took ayurveda medicine it might have caused like liver damage now go and get the scan done and, and what not so it will uh, steal the opportunity of, for the patient to benefit with ayurveda herbs uh, and you know other medicines medical systems definitely there should be synergetic effect and there should be synergy and even the cooperation between the different stream of medicines or the system of medicines otherwise we may not be in a right way of uh, situation explaining to the people or society so we need to go um, by putting hand in hand and that's why that's integrated approach uh, many a times integrated approach of nowadays when in the covid pandemic also we observe that the people are now studying with ashwagandha along with the vaccine and all such things such other things are there so this is a very important area where we need to have because in future integration is the right way of dealing the things they are good things from each system has been taken and imbibed and into a, given to the society definitely the society will be at its best
and it will be in a beneficial end and for the students of ayurveda who are seeing this best way to promote ayurveda is not to get into quarrel or you know uh, getting into which science is better or our science is better rather than arguing showing results is one of the you know e easiest way to win over even the doubters and best example is like dr gurudev sir who gets a lot of uh, referrals from you know pediatricians uh, for uh, respiratory tract disorders even liver disorders also uh, for ayurveda he gets reference from even the other counterparts also sir definitely this is the area when we just simply talk and talk and talk nothing can be delivered see when we say okay let us see how our drug works you just see the result of our drugs then automatically they will only ask and they will see how it is working then they will ask so many questions related to that when we try to explain them when we explain the concept of how our drug works and we use the technical terms as well as how we how we interpret and you understand their language as well as their laboratory values and everything then automatically they will be quite astonished and they will be many a times they will accept even though they don't straight away many a times come in something like that um, he has come out in um, open and said yes you have done a very good job and no they will simply simply keep quiet at least they won't open their mouth in the public and uh, say some nonsense so that's why always our letters our work speak not our words uh, and and also to explain it to the pa patients in terms of scientific language and all uh, there was this uh, interesting uh, uh, chat in the quora uh, platform uh, which is a question and answer platform like uh, have a child and you know child is uh, studying some fifth standard or sixth standard so which is the thing that you want the child to learn more so that he becomes a better person and a better professional when he grows big and there was a conversation there and many people were uh, telling that it would be coding you know computer knowledge because any any uh, any field that the child may take up uh, one of the be it art or be it uh, you know technology computer is there but there one interesting opinion was that communication and uh, control over language and how to use proper words in proper places and all probably we ayurveda people should also learn and we have extra burden of first of all learning ayurveda in uh, you know properly you know in terms of uh, you know all the fundamentals uh, correctly and line of treatment and medicines and panchakarma so we should be thorough with that and we should have and uh, we have the second burden of having a good control over uh, understanding and interpreting the laboratory investigations and using that to our advantage and also to communicate to the patients how it works and you know uh, gaining the confidence of the patients so that they take up ayurveda treatment with confidence see definitely there are uh, three important areas one is uh, very effectively learning the things which is from the science second thing how we could able to translate that thing into a different languages you know that in india we have a three linguistic uh, teaching modalities and we learn usually three languages our mother tongue and then english as well as national language uh, hindi or something like that so we we need to learn in these three languages and we know the basics out of this but if can ask anybody to explain the thing in his mother tongue definitely he will explain it in a very better manner by choosing a better uh, terms 
but when you need to explain it in a different languages many times it requires a communication skill and a language hold that has to be learned and that can be learned by regular practice so ayurvedic students who comes to this ayurveda field definitely require some technical assistance or support and training in this areas of communication skills as well as using the modern gadgets and even the computer technologies and certain areas of those thing i mean uh, that should be known to even made to learn these type of things as an extra uh, subjects or something like that or some mandatory papers or something like that it should be slowly if these things are introduced definitely the, the future generation of ayurveda students will be with a very better they can communicate to the world rest of the world yeah i i still remember it was in 2001 2002 we were going from second year bms to third year bms and we were having like one month vacation and you came you came to our class and said that you know in the coming decades uh, computer science and you know computer knowledge is going to become big thing and you better rather than wasting one month of time in at your hometown uh, you know spend time to learn computer and all and I, I took that seriously, but I, I did not go and join computer class there. But while doing a post graduation, I did a lot of course, uh, Corel Draw, Photoshop, basics of internet, Microsoft Word, and all. And even after joining uh, AVN Ayurveda as a, a deputy product manager, also I was doing a lot of computer courses, learning about blogging and all. So your advice back in 2001, 2002 has brought us together in after like 20 years now. definitely you took that initiation in a right direction that's why today easy ayurveda is a very popular one that's the reason there's a little bit a marketing gimmick there that because i write on very variety of topics people think that i know the topic like from top to bottom it's more like looking at the topics and in writing and it is due to the you know uh, blessings and the teachings of uh, you know teachers like you that uh, we are here and uh, coming to the uh, comment from deepthi ji uh, the best reply is when the patient comes to us from the allopathy side uh, saying that allopathy has not been working i mean they, we have like uh, umpteen number of cases where you know they try all sorts of pathies and then finally fall into the lap of uh, uh, mother ayurveda and i'm fairly new to this field and i'm getting complicated cases from allopathy doctors it is really scary uh, to take those patients western medicines are not working uh, anymore uh, one is that you know we have a frequent problem of this drug resistance especially antibacterial uh, drug resistance has become a big issue and so though if we get a complicated cases we can decipher in terms of ayurvedic principles and you know come up with a treatment plan it can be as a simple guna wise uh, analysis also see definitely there are certain uh, issues with this uh, patient handling you need to understand that like whenever a new patient comes to us saying that i have tried all the allopathy and other things uh, it doesn't work i didn't work so how can i uh, go for this so i came i love ayurveda that's why i came here don't get carried away by these statements this is the typical mentality of the patients they'll price in front of you and tomorrow if they go out of this and they didn't have the results or even the benefits from you then they will also blame you to the next doctor so be careful when you are handling these uh, patients 
don't get carried away by what they simply say that you take it as a just a word and keep it aside see whenever a new patient with a complicated things comes to us it is our duty to just to decipher it in a different uh, type of uh, understanding that what exactly he is suffering from or what is his problems are uh, presenting complaints from what may be the reasons for that we try to understand what may be the nidana then what may be the dushya what may be the dosha so if when you put one by one one by one you put all these things and you just go through all the reports what have been done previously then just analyze and summarize then you will come to know what exactly he is doing with and dealing with then you can come to an understanding of your own way of describing a samprapti then you know the samprapti then you could know also how to break the samprapti so then accordingly choose a drug so what should be the criteria the criteria of selection drug should be based on samanya vichitra pratyarabdha i mean what is it the samanya vishesha siddhanta so based on that a drug should be selected and accordingly used definitely this will going to help us to cure the condition and uh, the one more point is when we get a patient of uh, highly complicated nature you explain the prognosis and the probable outcome of the disease treatment then with due consent and all written required legal procedures whatever it may be future protective to you all should be thing should be done then you start your treatment when in such a condition if out of your treatment patient gets benefit and definitely it gives a plus point and it all not only simply gives a documentation to you it also gives you popularity so and you will it also give you the confidence how to treat these even complicated cases so that's why it is better to accept the complicated cases also but if you know the limitations of what we can do then you can go ahead with this and definitely it has uh, special benefits as well as some sort of uh, some that's a double edged sword something like that so you should be very careful in handling this but we should not simply reject those cases we need to go for that taking those cases and accordingly we need to uh, you know amsham uh, shakalpana we say it by bifurcating the things and uh, pin pointing down even to zeroing down to a particular level then accordingly different uh, drugs can be used with the different modalities maybe some vyadi pratyanika dravya can be used or yoga can be used or even some lakshanika chikitsa can be done definitely according to the needs you can do that uh, how to answer this question like in a, in a tough case uh, where the prognosis doesn't is, is not looking good and the patient side the caretakers ask like how fast can it be cured or how in uh, how much time treatment is required uh, uh, how to answer that question when the answers are really tough so what is the language to speak usually even i do get the such questions and very typically i answer them have you asked this question to your previous doctor if they say yes then what was his answer if they say no we can't because it's a, he is allopathic doctor we didn't ask all these things then why are you asking all these things to me i am also here to treat your condition i can explain what your condition is and what would be the outcome of treatment i am not a god to give you some damn assurances that cannot be done ayurveda very clearly charaka acharya has very said don't give assurances while treating the vata vikaras so in the similar thing we that's only one indication he has spoken about we need to carry that information to all the places now we, we need we don't want to give any guaranteed chikitsa it's not doing that one 
we are doing a proper understanding of a disease and we are giving a treatment protocol and we are trying to manage the condition or trying to cure the condition or are even trying to uh, avoid the further deterioration of the condition so when we are using such uh, terminologies and that methodologies then definitely the patient side will be convinced and once they are convinced when they, they still they have a doubt better you go with some legal documentation write down the things what are the things you explain to them what could be the probable outcome of your treatment everything pros and cons and he was even the um, prognosis of the disease everything you explain to them then if they are ready then take a signature then further you start a treatment then <clears throat> things will be in line yeah i mean being on the right side of the legal aspects is covering our sites is very important there can we say that you know do you ever venture into giving like we can expect this much percentage of benefits do you try to value or do try to forecast in terms of percentage of uh, healing do you ever say that yeah that that can be done that can be done many times i you even i used to also say that see i can bring down your problems by 70% so that type of usually that type of commitment is uh, good that can be done usually even i many times i say that i won't even uh, for all the, the hepatitis conditions and the cirrhotic acidic acidic conditions when they come to me i'll say if you take my treatment and if you leave for one year definitely will completely reverse your problem because leaving one year with this condition itself is a big task medicine part and all these things are secondary you have already gone down to such a level you are in a very slippery area you are pulling you up is very difficult and i am trying to do that and if if god supports definitely the things will be in the right direction so for that i say usually if you could able to take these medicines for a particular period then things will be in line then definitely i can assure you 70% to 80% i can make you a normal person but if you still alive up to one year with this medication definitely then the things will be reversed totally so i can assure you only in those areas where clear uh, assurance can be given where we have a confidence and such type of things are there where there is an a problem uh, where you feel that the mentality of the patients or their relatives is something like they doubtful and they are even questioning the authenticity of ayurveda and something like that better to go in a legal manner write down the things and get a signature consent form signed by them and then later start the treatment uh, and another approach is can be say can be like month by month or uh, uh, say let's analyze month by month uh, based on your progress we can you know forecast better you know how how you how your body adjusts adjust to the you know given medicine and given treatment based on that over a period of time uh, you know things can improve but nothing can be promised is cannot yeah no, that that's the right way of doing things that's what usually even i do whenever i give a medicines usually in the first time when the patient comes to me a new patient usually not more than 15 days medicine i will give usually that is my practice methodology i ask them to come with 15 days time 15 days time i will come to know at least whether the drug has started working or not and i'll even the patient will also feel certain initial benefits so that can be assessed very easily so that's the reason we can uh, we can also take that chance and saying that see one can one can do one thing that uh, it is better you uh, take a medicine for 15 days 
you come back with 15 days then you tell me what's your progress then accordingly we will fine tune the treatment protocol then accordingly we can select the better drugs or even an improvement or anything to be added or any investigation has to be done let us do that and then finalize what can be done so it's initially yeah. only for 15 that, days that looks, yeah and that looks like a, 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 a excellent strategy another advantage with such a kind of approach is and uh, that you know uh, in the first round of patient interrogation it's very hard to you know assess all the prakriti and all the agni and the srotas and all all the things and coming up with a plan but you know the first initial few weeks of treatment with the medicines how they react based on that that also gives gives a lot of information regarding uh, you know their sattva their mental strength their agni level and you know all all those things not only that um, i have a different set of problems in my practice it is initially problem with the, the the bitter principles of drug which i give in the form of kashayas how could they can take that bitter principle kashayas for a longer duration because these people are the young generation they will be always be you know exposed to a modern medicine and they are in the form of syrups and sweets some what some like that and they never come across such a bitter principles or bitter medicines of ayurveda so when i have given such medicines let them take first then they'll come back then definitely they have a developed a very good resistance to the taste and that's what the initial benefit and definitely then they'll follow my instructions yeah, there is this concept called bishagvashya i mean how how compliant and how obedient the the patient is there are major things to examine in the patient rather than the, you know the agni and prakriti uh, along with all those things there is a couple of comments here i'm feeling the big forms and the client compliance is a big issue uh, most want easy quick fixes but we need to be really careful with with the uh, you know patient compliance especially in uh, countries like usa and europe and australia where ayurveda is still not totally regulated and the uh, Uh, rules are you know getting formed as we speak and you know ayurveda is not still rec- uh, you know recognized as a medical system there so you need to be really careful and and if you are associated with nama or you know any such organizations and uh, there should be a, a proper consent form that uh, that can be developed in and but that that becomes so critical where you know ayurveda is still uh, in uh, putting its baby steps sir yeah definitely so if uh, the, those countries where the regulation is not there and even uh, government backup is not there as a, a legalized system of medicine then it is better if they are allowed to practice it's okay and better in that situation in order to avoid any legal complications of course but the, usually the patients who come to you in such a condition in those uh, you know uh, countries definitely they would already tried all the leading and the mainstream uh, medicines only they'll come back to you when that is all uh, not yielding any result to them or they are not convinced with those things then only they'll come to you so in that situation definitely they will uh, understand you and they definitely they will but still on a better practice or better methodology of doing is till you get even a confidence of handling these other things it's better you go for most of the times it is better to go for a legal uh, consent form to be signed by the things but even still today even if you in india also even the allopathy sector if anywhere in a hospital if you go simply they will give a, um, a consent form and you ask you to sign even without filling it they'll ask you to sign that is the tendency then uh, we will do it 
because we want the treatment from them so we will fill that and we put a signature so similarly uh, something like when the people has come to us definitely there will be pros and cons related with any medical system and any medical system has its own um, limitations so we need to and even the many diseases because many diseases doesn't fall under the category of kashtasadhya or sukhasadhya or those then can be handled but those which are yapya and asadhya those patients only they will be usually hopping from one doctor to other so in such condition it should be very clearly we, we need to um, say, you know convey them that this is the legal aspect of this is the area where we need to have a consent please put down your signature on that then only we will start our treatment and this is our total outcome of the disease and how much the expenses you may get out of this everything can be explained to them nothing to wrong nothing, there is nothing wrong in this yeah if you explain everything in black and white and the client agrees to that uh, to, to our terms and conditions then we can you know go with full confidence and uh, you know without much complications in usa they have made us to create long intake forms where people don't fill much yeah i mean if, if there is a ready made form it is is always good uh, dtg can you please ask the question regarding the child infant that you have yeah so good good evening uh, dr guraj and dr heber i am going to see a mother online um she has a 4 month old baby she was a vegan for 12 years and during pregnancy she changed out in her second trimester to everything and anything so she started eating all sorts of meat as well so the baby now is on breast milk and the baby has been having severe digestive issues as well as there is blood coming in mucus form and it's pretty red i posted the picture on the group what can be done like what kind of diet or what can i give it to the mom so that the baby digestion is better like if i consider the folk medicine from rajasthan it will be haldi and um, uh, ajwain but um, what what can you suggest what should i do at your disposable right now is shatavari yastimadu and gokshura these all in the form of powder and these powder in equal quantity say about 3 to 5 grams totally it becomes 10 to 15 grams and this 10 to 15 grams you boil it in 50 ml of milk adding with 200 ml of water boil it continuously then reduce it to somewhere between 50 to 100 ml then you start giving this one to mother so if she consume started consuming this thing slowly the things will settle down but we also need to understand is there any infectious condition inside the baby even baby may be having some problem it may not be simply the mother who is responsible for all these things then so, there may be some even infections so we need to ascertain that also whether the child is having any problem with the what you call in sir something like that ulcerative colitis type of thing or anything like that so we need to understand little bit the first line of uh, defense or the first line of medication at your disposable is that you can go for these type of drugs shatavari gokshura and estimadu these are good in this condition if there is any ulcerations or something like that or even um, it is due to the increased pitta so these are all pitta shamaka dravyas madurasa dravyas and definitely madhuravipaka dravyas and they are going to cool down the uh, entire colon and even the, they are very good uh, estimadu is very good even for the ulcers to heal up 
so that's the reason we can go for these three drugs combination so the doctor says that the baby should go on a, a formula and formulas are really terrible because they have all kind of kind of soy and it's it's really bad like i give it to my baby too but you are in a place where the doctor doctor tells you that your milk is bad or your whatever you're eating is wrong and the, when the baby is suffering we moms become totally uh, we submit to the doctors so this is the same thing is happening with this but before she submit to the formula she wants to know if there's anything and she's she's a very willing patient she is ready to do anything if such is that this is the first line of medication what you can give to her the second okay. thing is that uh, you can even if it is uh, they're saying that that's a mother's milk itself is bad then we have another option that's a very peculiar and a very important thing explained in ayurveda that is what you called uh, stanya shodhakara dravyas uh, stanya shuddhikara dravyas in that particularly a drug is there called patha that cyclia peltata or sisampulus pereira botanically its root you can use it in the form of a powder mix it with milk or honey you can give it stanya shodhakara patar cyclia peltata or even sisampulus pereira there are two species are accepted the sources for this patha and rajapata that is one of the best who stanya shodhakara dr heber would you know who sells it in us yeah i was searching for it in atreya sides seem not to carry but we will will try to you know get that Uh, but but still shatavari you know, estimadu and gokshara they will also have some you know stanya shodhana effect also sir i mean to begin with if that is not uh, definitely not only that because if she wants to go for a very peculiar pinpointed approach then the pata is one of the important drug otherwise even what has insisted on the first line that is shatavari gokshara and estimadu they are wonderful they they give the benefits definitely do you suggest i ask her to go back to vegan diet yeah definitely child is only 4 month old you said the infant baby yes yeah then definitely she she should continue her breast milk feeding only it should not be you know uh, it should not be given to any formula milk or anything like that i won't suggest okay. that okay and she Let start eating wheat and eggs also yes yes, yes definitely Sisample Sperera is available in Amazon. I will post it in the this Amazon.com. The pata is available, so you can make use of it. Uh, thank you very much for all the participants for your interesting questions and making this uh, interactive and lively. And uh, thank you very much for Guruja sir uh, for uh, for an interesting class. Sir. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Hebadak. Thank you, Dr. Guruja, and especially for this baby. I hope the baby will be happy from few in a day or two. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you thank you thank you